Virtual reality is so awesome. There are so many cool things you can do, like making friends and exploring worlds, but I think the coolest part of VR is joining community events, like live music events and performance events, like dancing. And on the last episode, we had a pair of stand-up comedians who threw a comedy show in VR. So on this episode of the VR and Chill podcast, I continue on my quest to learn everything virtual reality has to offer by sitting down with VR MMO Church and seeing how this community has church every week for religious people within VR chat. So come on, come chill with us. Exactly. I mean, yes, you are totally welcome if you're not, if you want to come check us out. That's an that. important point, Thomas. <laughs> The VR and Chill Podcast. Welcome to the VR and Chill Podcast. I'm your host, Sassafras. And, you know, if you've watched our videos before, we talk about VR chat and its different cultures and communities and just kind of uh, letting people know what goes on into, into the, in the virtual worlds. Today, we are talking about church and religion within the VR chat community, and we have some guests here. We're in a little bit of a different world today because we have a Quest user. My world's not Quest compatible. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We found this world the last minute, and uh, whoever made this world, thank you. I'm sorry for using your world, but it is public, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got our guest. Uh, you guys wanna say hello? Hello, I'm Cheddars, and I do a bunch of things throughout VRMO Church and Jack of All Trades, and I've been helping out on the tech side for multiple different churches. I, I even tried to create a wiki at one point, but that's currently down. I'm Alice. I'm here to just make things more difficult for people, and you know, <laughs> here to be the British side of <laughs> everything and make everything British. We're going to take over. And it's all going to be British, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I am Goldist. I am from Spain, as you can probably tell by my avatar right now. And, uh, yeah, I've been a volunteer in VRMO charts for, like, four years now. And I am actually, like, a pastor in training, and I am preaching on Rust right now. So, yeah, great to meet you. Now, to start things off, um, what exactly do you guys do? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, we have services in VR or MMO platforms every two weeks now. And we have ministries planted in Final Fantasy XIV, Rust, and also VR chat and Rec Room as well. We also do a lot of events during the week and meetings and whatnot, right? How did how did this all start? Like, who had the like, idea of like, you know what, VR chat really needs uh, church in virtual reality? Like, who, how did this all start? It all began way back in 2016 in AltSpace VR, Microsoft social platform. And DJ Soda met up with a guy named Chuck who really wanted to convince atheists through science of God's reality. And uh, the two of them got together, Chuck did the tech, DJ Soto did the preaching, and they started growing and growing until eventually they realized there was such a need in multiple platforms, they would go ahead and multi make multiple plants. I don't know exactly what year, but I want to guess it was 2018 when the VR chat plant was made. Yeah, I think... Not, uh... not on your wiki, Chattis. <laughs> 
<laughs> it probably was somewhere. <laughs> if only it was still up for me to confirm. Everything since 2020, mm. we've uh, definitely been part of. When did you join Coldest? I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Not much before COVID. I was here before COVID, but not much. Like 2019, by the end of the year, November, I think. Something like that. During COVID, were like churches closed down? Like you couldn't go to a service? Oh, yeah, man, that's... Yeah, so, like... physical churches were were closed and that, you know, it was actually difficult to go to church. And many, many people, you know, went into B, into VR looking for an, for an alternative. And I remember during, during lockdown, the numbers of, of attendees, of people coming in, went absolutely crazy. <laughs> I remember co-preaching with Alina, which is uh, another pastor of us, in front of uh, 130, 140 people, and that was insane. Because Altspace VR had the ability to have multiple instances or rooms of the same event, and then a few people would be duplicated across all of them. It was called front row technology. And so that's why we could get oh, really? 140 people in the same event. You just have three different rooms with like 50 people or something. One person would be set themselves to be on air, and that would then duplicate their avatar and their audio across all the spaces, even though they were only That's in room so one. That's so cool. And that is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really a cool technology, and I wish uh, VR Chat had that off the top of my head. How different is the hard part? How different is mm-hmm. Alt Space from VR Chat? Like, I've never, I've never even heard of Alt Space. So Altspace actually died way back in 2023, March 10th, because uh, exactly. Microsoft decided to kill that when they were also killing a lot of their HoloLens department. The closest comparison would probably be like Horizon Worlds, where it had an in-world, uh, you know, editor where you can place objects, but it was very difficult difficult to do any scripted events because they had this whole web API layer that that you would have to set up your own server to interact with. So it was really hard to make anything fancy or interactable and I think that was their downfall in the long long run. But there was also a lot of other issues with like them not listening to community feedback. Uh, Just so the audience knows, what, what religion do you guys practice? You've got I it all the announcement in your head. Exactly. I used to I used to have a do, wiki do page about it, but then I memorized it. Um, <laughs> we're <laughs> decentralized Christocentric officially at VRMO Church. And so that just means that we all believe in the resurrected Christ Jesus, uh, that he died and rose again for our sins. And so as long as you believe that, you're welcome at VRMO Church. Pretty much. I like it. And if like you don't it. Believe there's also it, you're a YouTube video to. about it. So, exactly. I mean, yes, you are <laughs> totally welcome if you're not, if you want to come check us out. That's an that. important point, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, in, in, you know? <laughs> in VR MMO charts, everybody is always welcome, no matter their beliefs. I, I feel like in society, VR aside, society, there there's less and less people that practice religion. Um, I don't know if you agree. Um, do, do you do you find that as a challenge, or do you do you find that there's a lot of people who like seek you out and like want to go to church in VR? I think it might be hmm. true, but I mean that doesn't have to be like a bad thing. I always connect more 
with atheists or non-believers or people who are just you know curious to get into into getting into Christianity into learning new things or whatever right so this right. new influx of people we are getting in VR is like the my favorite thing you know my favorite kind of people and yeah I guess with with the passage of time and with technology and with the with the centuries maybe they are less and less believers but that doesn't have to be like a bad thing and it can also be a fun thing i think it is for me at least <laughs> yeah we appreciate people from all different perspectives and backgrounds my experience way back in alt space vr uh, i used to do a prayer event basically where i would hang out in a public world and because there were so few people in alt space like maybe a hundred people on at a time um but you know on saturdays it'd be like a thousand or something well, What would end up happening is people would go to that public world and I'd just say, hey, this is a prayer breeze after all. Would you like prayer for anything? And I found that, you know, out of the alt space VR population, which was mostly mostly adults that liked to talk because they were running away from VR chats, which had too many teens or rec room, which had too many kids. Those people, I would say 25% were new age 50% were atheists or agnostic, and then another 25% were Christian. And this is, you know, based on Pacific Coast time, time slot, uh, when I was right. hanging out with people. And so the people that are new age are surprisingly open to receive prayer, as I just clarified to them that, like, hey, I'm going to be praying to Jesus Christ, uh, you know, and uh, all that. And then atheists and agnostics are usually looking, like, they're very open to listening, but not as, like, open to commit to anything, um, which is kind of interesting to me. You know, VR chat is a very different space, for sure. It has a bunch of different kinds of backgrounds and people groups that I'm yeah, sure that, that is a, that is a great point. The people we get in, in VR is very different from the people you would get in a physical church doing the actual thing. Right. And at the same time, atheist people um, and you know and non-believers feel more uh, feel more comfortable trying these new things. So they listen, they stay there. You know, they maybe maybe they are not very very active, but they are listening. They are you know learning, and that is great. It's safer. That's why it's like more comfortable. It's yeah. You know, you have the feeling like a lot of people maybe have social anxiety and things like that, and you can kind of control your environment here. And there's like, if you don't know the people in the entire group community you're stepping into, it can be kind of scary. VR, you can kind of just take the headset off or drop out to another world. Whereas if you go to a physical building, you don't know. If Somebody's gonna burn you alive or something. <laughs> I would hope that wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, you hope, hope not, but like, you know, people are scary. <laughs> so. You guys completely function within a virtual reality, even if you do services in other games, it's still kind of, you know, a 3D space, you know? People are at home. Like what's what's the difference between IRL and doing it online? I have found much much less hostilities in the virtual world than in the physical one and i think that's a that's a great point because because i actually felt scared 
to be walking into churches. I don't get scared jumping into a VR chat world or whatever. I know nothing bad is really is gonna happen to me. It's safer, definitely. Like we are behind these these avatars. You don't really know who I am, where do I live, or whatever. So I feel safer, and I can behave in different ways. And with anonymity comes authenticity. And trolls can come as well, and they they do, and <laughs> they definitely do. But uh, there is something good that is coming as well with that anonymity. What's really interesting is I've helped out other physical churches make plants in VR before, right? Uh, Cornerstone VR, Lakeland VR, a few others. First Meta Church. Uh, it's interesting to see how VRMO Church, being a digital-only church is able to succeed with very little funding. There's no having to pay for a building. There's no having to pay for a full-time pastor necessarily because you can switch off the teachers so easily. Um, and there's so many people that are willing to volunteer that once they've stuck around for like a year or so forth. And it's really interesting also to see how that allows vrmo church to grow not limited by finances because often a physical church will have to do like a tithing sermon to be able to grow the space to be able to accommodate hiring a youth pastor to handle uh, a lot of other logistics we have a lot of older people and they're like 60s 70s 80s coming and then we have a lot of younger people like young adults but we miss that middle tier of like parents that have kids a lot of the time there's a few examples like maria and stuff but like not a ton and then you're missing out on the all the kids you know your sunday school classes you know your you know for you know in a physical church, they have to hire or give volunteers to be able to take care of the infants that need to be watched or the, you know, K through eighth graders. Um, and so we don't really have as many of those kind of people as you would see at a physical church. So I, I grew up with a, a very religious family, right? And uh, one of the things that I've noticed as a lot, historically almost, is a lot of them have been kind of pushed like they push back against like technology you know screen like a lot of screen use social media how do you feel about that dynamic because you are kind of like pushing the boundary a little bit there and you even said like there are some irl churches that do vr church as well that's fascinating so the first time when covid started i pushed really hard to my physical pastor with only like 60 person church hey we should move into vr we need a way to spatially fellowship because doing discord google meets the zoom calls isn't gonna cut it to be able to fellowship to hang out to talk like after service and so i pitched it to them the pastor wasn't really for it but the treasurer who happened to be my dad was for it so he ended up convincing the pastor hey Let's just do a prayer meeting instead of the main sermon on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we'll, and we actually got 20 Oculus Go's back in the day and equipped those people. I found it surprising that people during COVID were were willing to do it. But as soon as the physical ability, ability to meet in person came back, 
we found that they would slowly start dropping off from the VR platforms. Like they never connected with people. There were like out of the 20 people we set up, there was only two that ended up staying, no three, three that ended up staying in VR and continuing to meet in prayer and stuff like that after. On the flip side, you know, whenever I go to a new church or whatever and I talk about how I've been doing a lot of VR ministry as I refer to it because that's easier for them to digest than saying a VR church they are still very skeptical it's like so you're going into video games and preaching to people who don't want to hear about religion you know like all the (laughs) next generation all the crazy you know liberals that are on the other side you know because a lot of the groups that i'm around tend to lean republican republican um from american politics standpoint after covid you're starting to see some churches instead of dipping their toes in out of desperation and realizing it's kind of difficult in a different culture and then leaving we're finding churches that are like okay we're gonna dedicate a pastor part-time to start witnessing to these people and then start teaching people how to teach in this culture. The people who are already in VR chat, who are already in rec room, will be able to share the gospel, to understand it better and explain it to others in the same culture than any of these adults at these physical campuses. You're expecting to see more non-believers in VR. So that changes a lot of things already. You're expecting to see more curious people. You're expecting to see trolls, which you don't usually see in physical churches. And so the experience is going to be different. And no wonder, like, uh, I guess with with the pandemic, uh, some of us were forced into trying uh, a VR alternative. And some of that, uh, some of that people decided to stay on VR. Some of them decided to go back and no wonder. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's definitely different and it's more fun. You get to experience something rather than being told to sit down, shut up on this hard seat, don't talk and don't engage. I think it's like the VR experience is totally more engaging and therefore you learn more and you feel... I feel more connected (laughs) and... And it feels yeah. like a warmer place to me. Nice. In a lot nice. of the older churches, you'll find that there's cliques where of people that have already made their friend groups. And so it's easier in the VR context to insert yourself into friend groups because they're more flexible. People will be online at different times. And so you and you can always talk with people on the Discord server, which is something that most physical churches don't have to be able to easily communicate with one another. You know, when you have physical congregants and you try to explain VR to them, they all, the big points that they'll usually have a hard time with are communion and baptism because they are like, these are traditions that need to be done in full water or with, uh, you know, bread and some sort of substitute for wine. But it's interesting to see that in some of the VR spaces, it has been done where we've had communion services way back in alt space VR. Um, we have had baptism services in alt space VR, and though and it was interesting to hear a lot of the older generation, 60s, 70s people all felt the presence of God amidst the baptism, and all felt that it was a very valid 
uh, gesture and practice of the tradition in the VR space, even though it wasn't done with physical water. Um, I recently got invited to go on to a podcast that's about startup churches in the Calvary Chapel denomination branch. And so that was pretty fun to do. And I, I got a lot of positive responses from that. So slowly churches are becoming more open to this. And then uh, there's one more thing that I forgot that I thought was a really good point <laughs> that I can't remember anymore. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I did got baptized in, in VR. And I actually got a glass of water ready. <laughs> and I remember taking my headset off and just pouring the water over myself. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's fair. Before we continue, um, I got a cutaway. Um, I went to the Public Worlds of VR chat and asked the e-people themselves how they feel about organized religion in VR chat. So, yeah, let's get right to that. Do you believe in God? I do believe there is some kind of higher power out there. Something that we don't fully understand. I just don't think we found the answer yet. Kind of don't know what to believe, but I'm not 100% on it. Yes and okay. no. I believe in a higher power, but not God himself. Because if he does exist, he's a fucking asshole. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Why is um, he an asshole? The shit he puts people through, if he exists, the shit he puts people through is not fair. I don't know if you choose... Well, not even choose. If you're gay, he gets... he Well, not gets. Like, apparently, he would fate other people to run into you who either would murder you or would be like, you know, fuck you, you're gay. Absolutely not, yeah. When it comes to your life and everything, you're the master of your own destiny. Um, and right, nobody else yeah. is going to help you get to where you need to be. I do, actually. Like, I am religious, uh, like, non-denominal, where it's not Catholic or any of that. It's not, like, associated with all of them. Would you consider yourself, like, a religious person or no? Not particularly, no. Although, I'm open to theories of what could be. Eh, not really. Like... I definitely believe there's something out there. There's something. There's a few things out there. Would you lean more to, like, the spiritual side of things then, you think? Yeah, yeah. I'd lean more yeah. to that, yeah. What's your opinion about religion in a whole, like, organized modern religion? I mean, if it's not hurting anybody, fucking go right ahead. But if it's, like, like the witch hunts back in the day, like, that kind of ideology, that's where it's going a little too far and you need to, you need to chill the fuck out, right? Like those people who go, all gays are going to hell and stuff like that. And, oh, if you had abortion, you're going to hell. Just, it's their body, it's their life. Let them do what they want. Believe in what you want. Stay out of other people's shit. Like, if you got one that, like, hates people who are different, obviously that's a bad one. It can be a good tool to keep people together. Religion in itself, I think it's abused in some portions. I think it's good for other portions. Just it completely depends on what church it is and who the pastor is and all that. Because there is those mega churches that I believe are completely abusive as far as like uh, not paying taxes and all that and not feeding in the economy. And, they, you know, those people have like Lamborghinis and private jets and all that shit. If you want to put me into anything, I'd be agnostic, maybe atheist. Whenever you do die, I believe uh, you do go somewhere. You're mo I think there is some kind of transformation there after you die there's a good and a bad with everything you think religion was a necessary thing at one point like we almost needed it to get where we are now 
definitely. We humans were just savages. They definitely needed guidance. If we did, they didn't have that technology that we have today in terms of communication, understanding what's going on in the world. I do find religion was a form of control to actually just stop people from going insane on each other. It gives people an answer to help them guide them to be a better human being, people with a conscience, people that actually will help out other people and not just do things for their own selfish reasons. Then leads the question to, is religion necessary today? I find it's more of a guidance for people who do need help and need to find a way to get them out of whatever hole they're in. And it's still a way for people, like a community, to get together. There's a bunch of churches uh, jump, like popping up in VR chat, in virtual reality. You can go to church in virtual reality now. How do you feel about that? Would you go? Um, That's actually the first I've heard of it. Honestly, that kind of sounds a little interesting. I don't know. It might be something I would go check out. I was actually not aware of this, but that's interesting. It probably would have been useful during like COVID and everything like that, where we couldn't leave our houses. I know VRC was definitely helpful for me for COVID since I couldn't socialize outside. Uh, <laughs> it's probably going to end up the same way as the real world. Essentially, you're going to have the people who use it for community purposes, and then you're going to have people who are going to take it way too far. Would you go or go go check them out? If I was invited, sure. I would say I'm not, I'm not going to be looking for it. I mean, I'd probably go just to check it out. I don't think I'd join them. But I mean, as long like I said, as long as we're not hurting anybody, like go ahead. Right, Ooh. right. I haven't experienced that yet. Uh, depends on the church. Do you think it's kind of cool that like these kind of like religions can kind of like meet technology at a certain point? If churches or whatever are going to move to VR, I think that's a cool thing, especially during times of like COVID stuff like that. Whenever we have the sicknesses uh, that come around, um, where people can just stay at their house and maybe go to their congregations or. Uh, whatever they like to experience and do it in VR and doing an actual like church environment through VR. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, I have a friend who sits there, like she goes in, Nick, you know her. She'll go in and sit there and, you know, just to watch and see what they're doing. You, you've never gone to one before though? Uh-uh, because I'd be too tempted. No. Since it's virtual reality, I'd be too tempted to make an ass of myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Christian and everything, like, but I, it's it's virtual. Like your temptations right, come right. out really easily. There's no consequences in here than there is out in the real world. Welcome back to the VR and Show podcast. So before the cutaway, we were talking about IRL versus um, v, like the VR experience. Um, one of the cool things about VR chat is all it's all community driven, right? So there's all these worlds and avatars. It's not limited. Like for instance, you don't get into VR chat and it's not like a really cool avatar customized, like a video game customization type thing. Like you go into unity and you can basically do whatever your imagination says. Same with the worlds. Um, Alice, I heard that you help with someone like the world design. How does that, uh, apply to doing service in church in VR chat? Like what are the, some of the cool things that you can do? So I don't I don't really design them in VR chat. I do do a little bit of unity, but I help more over in rec room and with the world building over there, we can kind of take a concept or like scripture and illustrate it. Um, instead of people just reading the story, they can be in the story, they can interact with it. Um, we can have costumes. So I remember at Christmas, we actually had somebody playing Mary and Joseph and riding on a donkey. 
Oh, a flying donkey, I think we had, and we can animate <laughs> it. So the room goes white and the angels come and visit you. So you get a little bit of an experience of what it might have been like to be in that story. In Rec Room, we have uh, an actual world built and we use uh, props to represent what is happening in the scripture. And all of the verses are encompassed like around the world. So you walk to a verse and you read the verse and you see something related to it and you move to the to the next one and you repeat the experience and you have a pastor uh, reading over everything and explaining everything and it feels more interactive or more engaging or whatever you want to call it definitely you know alice was w doing a lot of the world builds back in alt space vr and we were able to take those and download those world models and so uh, it takes about eight hours to convert the unity version and the shaders and all of that to something that vr chat can handle well but if we ever get a volunteer that is willing to do the tedious work of converting alt space worlds to vr chat we can take all these experiences that we made over you know two three years and bring them into VR chat based on like Mark or Matthew or different books of the Bible. Uh, the one that we did spend the time to port over was Easter part two. And so in that experience, you walk up and you get to see the the three crosses with Jesus and the two criminals on either side. And then you get to walk over and see a 3D model of his corpse being put into a tomb. And then you get to walk over and there's a boulder that is gigantic. But when you grab it, it has no weight in VR chat. So you could just throw this giant <laughs> boulder that's blocking the tomb of Jesus' tomb and instantly see him resurrected. And, and then you can walk in to the final room where Jesus appears to the disciples after his death, you know, and because in the Bible it talks about they had locked doors and then Jesus appeared, I think of it as teleportation. And so we have a little button that can basically have him spawn, uh, Jesus model spawn in at this feast table. What are some of the, the challenges of doing it in virtual reality? Ooh, I mean, there are many, <laughs> yeah. definitely. I think uh, trolls can be one that is the, the, the most obvious one. And I got to say, uh, we are not getting a lot of trolling in no way. Maybe maybe VRChat <laughs> is the most uh, the most toxic uh, platform. VRChat right here. I think that is the case. <laughs> On my last episode, I did the comedians of VRChat. And they do a comedy club every, I don't know, Monday, Friday night. And uh, one of the ones I attended uh, to record for last episode, uh, they had someone bum rush the stage and they were saying all these offensive, uh, racist, you know, using racist language and stuff. I mean, have you ever had that happen? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. We have a passcode. And some people have figured it out figure it to out. be able to get on stage. And then when that happens, we just get do a community vote. We, the struggle that we have currently is they just added the ability to have group instances. And right. that's supposed to allow you to have a moderator that can quickly kick people and stuff. But our group was created before all of these new features. And some setting that's only available when you create the group is stuck. And so we... Uh, I believe Phantom Mythos tried to reach out to customer support with VRChat, but they'll only talk with the person who created the group originally, and the person who created the 
group is pretty busy and so he can't do meet with customer support to do that so we're in this awkward stage where we can't really make group instances to take advantage of the new moderation tools other vr chat campuses other churches actually have implemented their own moderation technologies where they can quickly uh, go through the list of names in the space and and then press a button and it'll drop a nuke on the person and then they'll and there'll be explosion sound effect and they'll disappear which is really funny and uh everyone laughs and then we send up a quick prayer that god would somehow reach out to that troll and uh they, they, uh, <laughs> they never come back you know for the rest of that service you gotta turn it on them that's awesome i like that i mean um if you if you guys are doing service in vr chat a lot of the the avatars the vast majority of them are very risky like so when you go to church irl like you know you might wear like a suit or you might like wear like a nice dress shirt you know you want to be presentable but like in vr chat it's a little all over the place i mean do you guys have a dress code or you just let anyone just come on in we have only asked people to wear like respectable avatars let's just uh, put it that way uh, yeah. but we have gotten like dinosaurs anime waifus and bdsm <laughs> stuff and everything crazy all thrown in together like <laughs> no sense at all and i think that's okay you know as long as you are respectful and don't don't misbehave right. too badly i think that should be good in 2020 um me and my friend group were like yo there we found out there was a church in vr we're like yo there's a church in vr we should go this sunday and we ended up going and one of my friends shaders wasn't working and when he joined he was completely naked and we're like dude, dude we're at church man you cannot be naked at church so that's why that's why i brought it up so we're, we still laugh about it to this day we're like do you remember that time we showed up he showed up naked to church <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. that's so funny some of the older generation who teach what we'll do for them is we'll set them to set their shields to maximum or basically set them to custom and even have trusted and known users where they don't see the avatar so that way they don't get distracted by demonic horns or bikinis or right. anything like that which would be off-putting to the older generation and for me that's been also helpful when i teach because what that does is if there's a crasher avatar that comes in i don't get crashed i only see the ones that are my friends because we've had more problems with crasher avatars and a few people just blasting the n-word when they enter the space that's really shameful i don't know why people do that i don't know yeah. what they get out of that but yeah that's stupid isn't it <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> you are getting many people for from all around the world everybody in a in a different uh, time zone with a different culture different beliefs different origin and you know it can get pretty crazy at times so it's a challenge definitely and we always need more people i know we manage things and i have no idea how we manage to do them all <laughs> but we actually <laughs> do we actually you know we actually do the things and, and stay afloat and that is something amazing in itself at times 
you you mentioned like the older generation is there a big difference between the older generation and the new generation because like obviously you guys are taking religion and really pushing it with technology i mean do you guys think that is the future i guess that's two questions but the old generation like grew up in the hippie culture or whatever and so usually those people are like okay with you know realizing that some people are going to be high in vr chat and okay with those kind of hippie activities before but then when they realize that people are coming in and are just about focusing on pleasure and just about doing the wildest craziest things that are like trolley in video game environments those people didn't grow mm -hmm. up with trolley multiplayer video game environments so they don't understand that culture for example uh <laughs> that have come in with really bad names i can't you know and the older generation will never approach them because it's like why would i ever talk to someone that's like gonna be the uh, a future queen of hell you know not naming any names <laughs> here but you, you just <laughs> so it's name. really funny <laughs> anyways uh just having fun so those people will only be reached out by the younger generation and then eventually once they get their name changed because they start realizing hey i would like to interact with the older people here you know and i realize that god is loving towards all people even those who are judging i think that's a good point because the same way if you go to a physical church you can recognize how old a person is by looking at him and all of his or their gestures, expressions, way of talking, way of, uh, you know, how they dress and everything is telling you something already about this person. And the same way, if you jump into VR chat, like the avatar, the username, the, I don't know, everything is telling you something already. And that creates new dynamics between people, right? Is, is, right. is religion and technology the 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 mashup of the two is that the future of re, like re, practice religion i think they can mix together i definitely <laughs> got to believe that i <laughs> but um yeah i don't think every physical church is is gonna have to jump into vr or anything mm -hmm. and i don't think any vr chat is gonna any vr church is gonna have to jump into the physical world either different experiences different things and they are both they should be both completely okay. <laughs> I do have one more question. Now I want all three of you to answer. If someone came to you and they're not a very religious person, right? They might be atheist, they might be agnostic, and um, maybe they're going through something in life, right? And they want to maybe explore a little bit. Maybe they're trying to find God. What, what, what would you say to, to that person? That is a fantastic question, and I absolutely love it. Uh, a YouTuber, I don't know if it was Simon or Ramsey, said he was feeling Christ curious. And what he meant by that is that, you know, he didn't believe in anything, but uh, he was exploring uh, his faith. And, you know, Christ curious means, you know, he was curious into Christianity. I think that is a lovely place to be just that place of exploration of learning and and i always completely upset uh you know accepting these new people and those are my favorite 
favorite ones because those are the ones who are not gonna misbehave you know maybe they are gonna compromise in, in the near future maybe they are not but they are just there exploring their faith and that is like such a beautiful and hard thing to do already I could see what I would do and that's probably invite them to hang out and you know meet the other people in in the community they get a sense of what's going on because at least for me you can see Christ in like people and you can see the spirit in people and how that's working um, before you would go and understand it written in a book or written in words um, just like seeing it in action and seeing how people love each other and experiencing that love for yourself I think is that's a good answer I like that one step to, yeah. Yeah. I usually try to explain to them that like hey Christianity is about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and so the first step I would recommend is hey pray to pray to Jesus Christ and ask that he would reveal himself to you and then from there go ahead and just read the gospel of John the book of John because that's a great book to get an idea of the fundamentals of what Jesus taught and what Jesus did and then I would encourage visiting a church and just feel free to ask questions that's something that VR churches are very unique about that I forgot to mention earlier yeah. where if you go to a physical church and you ask a basic question of like is it okay to ask God for a girlfriend you might even get shut down or laughed at but if you go into VR MMO church or any of the other VR chat churches, there are sometimes dedicated times for QA. There are sometimes uh, areas for Q&A. And people love that to be able to get their que raw questions answered. Doesn't matter what kind of question. So those are the three things. Ask God to reveal himself, read the Gospel of John, and come and ask questions about the Bible. Uh, at uh, VR chat, VR chat church near you. Cool, cool. I like it. I like it. I think learning is the most beautiful thing that is in life. So we are helping people to learn about spirituality. So that is like something crazy already if you think about it. And I can be here in Spain, Alice in the UK, <laughs> and, you know, all around the world. And it makes sense and we can connect with with way different people than us and share many different things among us. Um, do you guys have anything you would guys want to leak? Maybe a YouTube channel or your Discord? Do you want me to leave it in the comments or? Yeah, we have a YouTube channel, BRMMO charts. We have a Twitch channel. And we also have two websites. Those are MMO.charts and also BRCharts.org. We also have a Discord, and you can find the invite link in the website. So please do that. Check the description or whatever. <laughs> and, yeah, I'll put it all uh, down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, this has been the VR and Chill podcast. Uh, next next episode will be in our own back in our own world, and uh, we'll be doing the toxicity of VR chat. So stay tuned, guys. We'll catch you later. See ya. See you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>